0: hello hello hey how are you i'm good how are you
1: i am also good um this week's story is a bit of a wild one. Oh. um i do think it was kind of fun like there are parts of it that are unfun but i feel like that's what happens with a lot of like the stories that we cover but mm. overall i give it like an 8.5 out of 10 on the fun <laughs> scale okay i enjoyed researching it and i'm excited to tell it to you all right. Um, yeah, so without further ado, let's get right into it. I'm Sonia. I'm Maddie. And welcome to Grim. Okay, so today. I wanted to talk about a folk tale, actually, which I'm categorizing as paranormal, even though like yeah. it's not like it's not like our typical like ghost story haunting.
0: It still counts, though. But, yeah,
1: I feel like it still counts, so we're yeah. gonna go with it. Um, and this one is actually originally from the British Isles, which it's like I can't, I don't know exactly which isle. <laughs> it's from, um, it just says the British Isle. So like somewhere off the coast of Great Britain, like there are islands like Great Britain, Ireland, Isle of Man, there are a bunch of others. Mm. Apparently it originated somewhere over there. Okay. <laughs> um, and also in my research, I learned that some of the rocks on these like different islands were dated to be over 2.7 billion years old. Wow. Like that's kind of crazy. Like that's right next door to me. That is crazy. Like there are rocks that are 2.7 billion years old. That's yeah. so wild. Um, but yeah, so the reason that I picked this story is actually because of the title, and I know, you know, people say, like, don't judge a book by its cover or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but this story is known as The King of the Cats. Oh. And if that's not a fun title, I don't know what is. That is a fun title. Right? So, it's, like, a folktale. So, a bunch of different variations, a bunch of different, like, changing of the of the legends and stuff like that. But Um, I think the earliest known example was in this book called Beware the Cat, which was written by William Baldwin in 1553. And the really interesting thing about that book is that the book is English satire, but it's been claimed to be the first novel ever published in English by most academics, which is also kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I think it's not, like, an entirely original story, but, you know, I feel like when you're talking about folktales, a lot of them are based off of other, like, cultures and traditions and other, like, you know, like, folktales from different areas. Mm-hmm. Um, So I think this one is related to a story called, like, The Death of Pan, which is an ancient, like, Greek story, okay. I think. Um, but... It is a well-known nursery tale in the Scottish Highlands in the 18th century, so like it's it's been around, mm-hmm. I think. And honestly, I get it. If there was a story called King of the Cats and I was in the 1800s, I would <laughs> tell that story to everyone. <laughs> I think that's really fun. Yeah. Um. So I do have it here, one of the versions. This is the first version that I read. And honestly, it's the version that I like the most because some of the others were like long and had a bunch of other details in it. But this one I feel like is very short and sweet and to the point and it gets the story across, but it's also written in old English. Mm -hmm. So I have a little summary at the end. (laughs) Um, It's actually not really that old English. Like I feel like it's pretty understandable, but I included a summary anyway, just in case. (laughs) So here is the story. One winter's evening, the sexton's wife was sitting by the fireside with her big black cat, Old Tom, on her side, both half asleep and waiting for the master to come home. They waited and they waited, but he still didn't come, till at last he came rushing in, calling out, "'Who's Tommy Tildrum?' in such a wild way that both his wife and his cat stared at him to know what was the matter. "'Why? What's the matter?' said his wife. "'And why do you want to know who Tommy Tildrum is?' "'Oh, I've had such an adventure. "'I was digging away at old Mr. Foytus's grave "'when I suppose I must have dropped asleep "'and only woke up hearing a cat's meow.' "'Meow!' said old Tom in answer. "'Yes, just like that.' (laughs)
0: "'So
1: I looked over the edge of the grave, "'and what do you think I saw?' "'Now how can I tell?' said the sexton's wife. "'Why, nine black cats, all like our friend Tom here, "'all with white spots on their chests. "'And what do you think they were carrying?' Why, a small coffin, covered with a black velvet pall, and on the pall was an old coronet of all gold, and at every third step they took, they all cried together, Meow! Meow, said old Tom again. <laughs> yes, just like that, said the sexton. And as they came nearer and nearer to me, I could see them more distinctly, because their eyes shone out with a sort of green light. Well, they all came towards me, eight of them carrying the coffin, and the biggest cat of all walking in front like, for all the world, like... "'but looking like our Tom. "'How's he looking at me? "'You'd think he knew all I was saying.' "'Go on, go on,' said his wife. "'Never mind, old Tom.' "'Well, as I was a-saying, "'they came towards me slowly and solemnly, "'and at every third step, all crying together, "'Meow!' "'Meow,' said old Tom again. "'Yes, just like that, "'till they came and stood right opposite Mr. Foytus's grave, "'where I was. "'Then they all stood still and looked straight at me. "'I did feel queer, that I did,' "'But look at old Tom. He's looking at me just like they did.' "'Go on, go on,' said his wife. "'Never mind, old Tom. "'Where was I? "'Oh, they stood still looking at me "'when the one that wasn't carrying the coffin came forward "'and staring straight at me. "'Yes, said to me. "'Yes, Telly,' said to me with a squeaky voice. "'Tell Tom Tildrum that Tim Toydrum's dead.' "'And that's why I asked you if you knew who Tom Tildrum was.' For how can I tell Tom Tildrum Tim Taldrum's dead if I don't know who Tom Tildrum is? Look at old Tom, look at old Tom, screamed his wife. And well, might he look, for Tom was swelling and Tom was staring and at last Tom shrieked out, what, old Tom is dead? Then I'm the king of the cats. And rushed up the chimney and was never more seen. (laughs) And I just think this story was really funny. I can't that. lie to you. It was like more in old English, but I read a a version that like simplified it, I think. I like how it doesn't um,
0: explain what King of the Cats means. It I just, know, right? <laughs> or it's what just... any of that like funeral procession was. <laughs> it just states there was a funeral procession with the cats all saying meow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, none of those cats could talk. They were all just meowing. Well, I guess maybe that was just like their little, you know. Trinked. Yeah,
1: because meow like Tom was meowing as well. Like that was meow yeah. something that Tom said, and then they also on like every third step. I don't know. It was kind of crazy. Um, but like, so in general, the so this was one version of the story, and I think there are a few other versions that are like circulating around. But in general, like the story is about a man who's traveling alone, or in this case, like grave digging, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um. And he sees a cat or he hears a voice and then that voice speaks to him saying that he has to tell someone who apparently will have an odd name and the man doesn't know them that someone else has died and the person who died also has an odd name and the man doesn't know <laughs> them Um. and then there are other versions where the traveler sees a group of cats holding a royal funeral so like either like just a voice, just a cat or like a whole royal funeral, (laughs) which is I guess what happens in this story Mm. Um, and then when he reaches his destination the traveler will kind of recount the story about what's happened and then a house cat will say something like I'm the king of the cats before rushing either up the chimney or out the (laughs) door never to be seen again (laughs) Like, I just think that's the funniest thing ever. Like,
0: who comes up with that? And that presumably the crown prince of cats is just chilling in some rando's house yeah, yeah, yeah. until they <laughs> become <Captain> king. Exactly.
1: <laughs> or, like,
0: like I feel like it's one of those things where, like, oh, is your cat the king
1: of the cats? Like, yeah, like maybe knows? your cat is the king of the cats. I don't know, but it kind of makes me think there are a few cats that, like, wander around the street that I live on. Like,
0: maybe one of them is the king of the cats. How many kingdoms of cats are there?
1: <laughs> I feel like there must be, like, a few. Yeah. But then, like, one be. of those things where it's, like, like multiple little kingdoms <laughs> that are all overseen by a king of the cat. Oh. And then, like, maybe, like, there's, like, a hierarchical structure where there's, like, a king of the king of the <laughs> <laughs> cat. Overlord. Cat overlord. <laughs> cat overlord, yeah. <laughs> Basically. Um, but, yeah, I just... I just, like, really loved that. I thought it was really fun. Um, yeah. And the story has, like, a ton of variations, like I said. So one of them, the conversations between Peter Black, who is the sexton at the Church of St. Thomas the Believer, and then, be- like, between not him and his wife, but between him and Father Alan. Um, and, like, the whole thing is, like, I think in that story, Father Allen is, like, um, you can't be going around telling these stories and then the cat jumps up and is like oh my god i'm the king of the cats and then leaves (laughs) Um, and then like other variations where the man is called johnny reed but i think in general it's like basically that thing where like maybe you've seen the king of the cats but you don't know um Mm -hmm. i think he has like no distinguishing marks to make him stand out as king like you don't see like oh, like, that cat is the king of the cats because of his marking, because in all the stories, like, all of them look the same, Mm -hmm. with, like, black, with the white chest, Mm -hmm. and then when one of them dies, the next one becomes king. (laughs) Um, In Ireland, I don't know how truthful this is, there was a website that said, um, like, regarding the legend, you can tell who the king of the cats is by cutting off a tiny bit of his ear off, and if he's a royal, yeah. then he will speak out to declare
0: who he is. And at the same time, like, that's interesting because that's like yeah. what people do for like TNR, at least in America, like for like stray cats when you like mm-hmm. trap, neuter, um, release, like to um, show that they've been like neutered or fixed. You like cut off a little tip of their ear.
1: Oh, how interesting. Yeah. I wonder where that comes from. I wonder if like people started doing that because of this story or like
0: yeah I don't
1: know or maybe they're separate events
0: yeah it is interesting though that it's both the tip of the ear
1: yeah hmm. huh. <laughs> but yeah so apparently I mean maybe you know if you're neutering a cat and then you cut off the tip of its ear and then it <laughs> decides to speak up and be like yo I'm the king of the cats and you just fucked up
0: <laughs> Yeah. maybe you'd have a little bit of remorse
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, also apparently like so he will speak out to declare who he is. And at the same time, I like actually don't know how to put this. Like the way that the article put it was also not well. But I think the gist of it was that like he'll spill some sort of tea if he's like a house cat about you that you wouldn't want spilled. Like about like your <laughs> private life, you know, like Dang. habits that you do in person that only a cat would see. He'd be like, I know shit about you. And you just like assaulted the king of the cats. <laughs> Um, which I also think is really funny and I kind of hope that that one is true because I just think that's hilarious like could you imagine (laughs) (laughs) you're just at home you're like oh my cat it's just gotten neutered might stick the tip of its ear off and the cat comes (laughs) to life and is like oh I know that you committed adultery yesterday (laughs)
0: Uh, yeah just cat exposing (laughs) you
1: (laughs) yeah exactly your cat just exposes you I just (laughs) think that'd be really funny Um, this is the part that isn't as fun um but there was a story where a man cut off the head of his cat and threw it on a fire and then when the head like hit the flames it basically said go tell your wife that you have cut off the head of the king of the cats i shall come back and be avenged for this insult
0: good he should avenge it
1: (laughs) i know right um but this man did not listen and a few days of like a bit later. It didn't exactly say how long, but he was playing with this new kitten and the kitten basically attacked his face and Good. bit him on the throat so severely that he died soon after. Dang. And you know what? Maybe he shouldn't have killed the king of the cats. Yeah. That's I actually dope. think that's on him. Yeah. Like he got what he deserves at that point. Yeah. Um, But, okay. Here's what it gets interesting, right? So, so far we've just talked about the king of the cats being the king of the cats Mm -hmm. and like oh it's this isolated event where like the cats are holding a funeral and then if you see it you're supposed to tell your house cat that like this other cat is dead right?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Apparently the cats are also said to be good to those who've been good to them so like yeah if you hurt the cat they'll come get revenge Mm -hmm. but there's this story where there's this old woman who was sitting up late at night when she heard someone knocking at the door and so she asks you know who's there, who's there until basically a small voice says Judy let me in for I am cold and hungry open the door Judy and let me sit by the fire for the night is cold out here so the woman hearing a voice on the other side of the door thinks it must be a child who has lost their way understandably Mm -hmm. and she opens up the door but only to let in a large black cat with a white chest and two white kittens and so she lets them in And they sit by the fire to warm up. They sit, they start purring, they're getting warm. Until finally the black cat speaks and says, Judy, do not stay up so late again, for the fairies wanted to hold a council here tonight and have some supper, but you have prevented them. So they were very angry and determined to kill you. Oh. And only for myself and my two daughters here would you have been dead by this time. Take my advice and don't interfere with the fairy hours again. For the night is theirs and they hate to look upon the face of a mortal when they are out for pleasure or business. So I ran on to te- oh, I know. So I ran on to tell you, and now give me a drink of milk for I must be off. Can we just take a minute to appreciate this cat being like, I just saved your life. So I have some milk now. I need some. Yeah. Um, relatable. Um, But yeah, so she gives them milk, and when it's all finished, they stood up, and the cat says, Good night, Judy. You have been very civil to me, and I'll not forget it. Good night, good night. And then they run up the chimney, never to be seen again.
0: Dang, a lot of running up chimneys. I know, I don't understand where this running up
1: chimneys comes from. When have (laughs) you ever seen a cat run up a chimney?
0: Never. (laughs) Literally.
1: Anyway, um, she ends up looking down at the hearth and found that the cats have left her a piece of silver, which is basically worth more than like she can make in a month by spinning and she then vowed to never sit up that late and interfere with the fairy hours
0: (laughs) and you know what (laughs) what a lesson fair enough yeah (laughs) yeah
1: yeah, yeah. um and i really like that story because it just feels kind of like whimsical to me Mm -hmm. like the cats are all involved with the fairies Mm
0: -hmm.
1: like i just really love that because I just love the fact that people are like, yes, cats are magical.
0: (laughs) That's true, yeah.
1: They must be fairy folk. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, there doesn't really seem to be a point to any of these stories. I don't know, maybe like, be kind to animals or like, don't stay up too late. Maybe it's like a bedtime story that's like, oh, the fae folk, (laughs) they'll come for you if you're awake in the fairy hours. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I think the really interesting thing is that they mention the fairies in this story and not in any of the other ones. That's true, yeah. Because, like, in the other ones, yeah, you, like, you have this lore of the cats having, you know, a cat overlord. <laughs> but in this story, you see, like, oh, they're interconnected with the fae. Mm-hmm. And, like, they communicate with the fairies. Mm-hmm. And, like, what does that mean for humans? Yeah. No one knows. Yeah. <laughs> But it also leads into, like, this other story that I came across, and I think it might be, like, the origin of where this story came from, and it's this old Dutch tale of a group of trolls, Um, and one of the trolls, um, I feel like I'm gonna butcher this name, it's Kunmer, I think, or Knurmer. Um, but basically, he was living in like this community, and he was known as like the old bad-tempered troll because his wife, who was much younger than him, was in love with this other troll. And so he got so frustrated with this younger troll that he decided to make the younger troll leave. Basically, like made the younger one turn into a cat, and it ended up seeking shelter with this man called Piat and his wife. And then one day, Piat comes home with the story that another troll came up to him and said hear through, Piat, say to the cat that Kinurumura is dead. And then after that, the cat jumps up and says, oh my goodness, I can go home. Which is eerily similar to the, like, oh, he's dead? I'm the king of the cats. Yeah. So I feel like it makes sense to come from that, like, coming from, like, an older folktale about trolls and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and, yeah, so, and then going off of that, apparently there are some other variations that were just briefly mentioned in some of the articles where the cat is a fairy in disguise instead of a troll. So kind of going oh. back to like the magical area realm of whatever this is. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, I just really like that in general, like cats are magical. Yeah. Like they're more than they appear to be. Obviously they're more intelligent than we think they are. Mm-hmm. And one of them might be the king yeah Love of the cats um, but yeah that is that is the folktale I have for you today um, I'm not gonna lie I did really enjoy researching this one a lot so maybe there will be more folk tales in the future yeah. So like yeah I like yeah. Them. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah do you have any any thoughts questions comments concerns about that story but thank you <laughs> <laughs> you're so welcome even though you have absolutely no choice <laughs> you just have to call and listen to me tell you to whatever I want to tell you <laughs> and legally you have to like it
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah on that note that is the story that I have for you this week um, we'll try for something a little bit more based in fact next week <laughs> Um but I make no promises you know I'm kind of having fun yeah. with this it's April you know it's the month for true, like true. trickery <laughs> or, <true>. something. <laughs> or something
0: or <laughs> something
1: um, but yeah do you uh want to change the subject
0: for us in that case um let's see <laughs> do I <laughs> <laughs> um I don't really feel like there's much going on except I'm just like trying to get all my work done before the end of the year, which is really tragic, because I don't want to do it. Yeah, that's so valid, Bestie. Yeah. I really feel you. That's a lot. Um, It's a lot. But, yeah, I guess I'll just have to hang in there. (laughs) (laughs) Only a couple more weeks left. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got this. We got this. So, yeah, just... Just pray for me, I
1: guess. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) i feel you. And you know, the really sad thing is that my update is the exact same as yours, is that I just, I have so much work to get done. I don't want to do it, but we have to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, At least you know that next week you'll get a little break from work to hear a story about something real or fake. True, true. (laughs) At some point.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, what fun lives we have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Riveting. Just Riveting. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? I do not. All right. Do you want to spiel us out? Yeah. Um, so, you can find us on Instagram at Grim Podcast. You can follow us, like our photos, DM us, and from our profile, there's a button to email us. You can email us at thegrimpodcastgmail.com. At you can send us thoughts on stories we have covered, stories you want us to cover, or life updates of your own. We also have a Twitter, um which is, po- oh my God, sorry. Podcast Grim is our Twitter, or our Facebook, which is Grim Podcast.
1: Mm-hmm. And other
0: than that, just leave us a good review and tell your friends and family about us.
1: Yeah, and we will see you guys next week.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Until then, stay safe out there. Yeah. Bye. Bye.